You are listening to Intangiblia, the podcast of intangible law. Plain talk about intellectual property. Please welcome your host, Leticia Caminero. Hello from Washington, D.C. This is episode six. Today we will talk about artificial intelligence and intellectual property with a university professor, researcher, author, licensed physician, and patent attorney. So far, I have spoken to you about the traditional foundations of intellectual property, the requirements and processes you must take into account to protect your creations. In this episode, we will address a topic that seems to be on everyone's mind, artificial intelligence. We will discuss how this technology is transforming the central theme of our podcast, intellectual property. As lawyers, we learn in our first university classes that the law is transformed when society is transformed. The law must adapt to people, not people to the law. Now, is artificial intelligence a person before the law? The World Intellectual Property Organization, WIPO, in December 2019, launched a public consultation on the most relevant issues of intellectual property and artificial intelligence. They obtained more than 250 communications from governments, organizations, companies, individuals, including myself. After the consultation, WIPO made a revised version of the document. To give you an idea of the discussion, I would like to share with you two of the questions I consider most interesting. First question, should the law require that a human being be named as the inventor or should the law permit an AI, artificial intelligence, to be named as the inventor? Second question, if AI-generated inventions are excluded from patent protection, what alternative protection mechanisms are in place for such inventions? Should the lack of patent protection for AI inventions lead to the increase in the use of trade secrets? and decrease the flow of information and technological advancement? If so, should policy address this and how? What do you think? Let's see what our guest has to say. Intangiblia, the podcast of intangible law, plain talk about intellectual property. Today, we're going to talk with an outstanding professional, exceptional academic, and the fascinating author of The Reasonable Robot, Artificial Intelligence and the Law. My name is Ryan Abbott. I am a law professor at the University of Surrey in Surrey, England. Hi, Ryan. Thank you for joining us. Let's go directly to the subject. What is an AI? What is artificial intelligence? Artificial intelligence still doesn't have a widely accepted definition, but I like the functional definition of a machine which behaves in such a way that if a person behaved that way, you would consider it intelligent. AI does everything from automate human activity to augment people doing things uh, more or less on their own. Any practical examples of an AI? AI is all over the place now, so look no further than a automated teller at a McDonald's. Right. We are surrounded by AI and we don't even know it. So talking about IP and AI, what is their relationship? Artificial intelligence permeates the world of intellectual property, both as a subject of intellectual property, copyright for AI code or trade secrets or patents on AI, to AI generated by intellectual property, to AI helping people to file, protect, search, or prosecute intellectual property. So right now, AI can manage IP, but can also create IP. 
in your book, The Reasonable Robot, you state, AI inventors should refocus rather than inhibit human inventive activity. In my book, I argue that AI inventors should refocus rather than inhibit human inventive activity, at least in the short to medium term. And by that, I mean, even if AI does get better at people at doing certain sorts of research, and so AI, whether as a tool or a more autonomous technology, really takes over in a particular area of research, like finding new uses for existing drugs, it's likely that AI won't be be able to have that same sort of capability in every area of research and development. And so people who are rendered essentially technologically unemployed will migrate to new areas. Instead of researchers directly looking for new uses of existing drugs, they may shift to looking at new formulations of existing drugs or searching for novel drug candidates. So AI should be considered as an opportunity for humanity to focus on different areas, to go further in certain uh, fields that require more in-depth analysis or other kinds of qualities that are not necessarily able to be automated. On that note, do you think an AI should be named as an inventor? And if so, who should be entitled to own that invention? I argue that if AI functionally works as, as an inventor, it should be listed as an inventor in a patent application. And the owner of the artificial intelligence would own the patent on any AI output. The reason for that is, is mainly that we encourage inventive activity by people by awarding patents for new, useful, and non-obvious creations that they have developed. And while machines don't care about patents and aren't incentivized by patents, companies and the people who make, use, and develop artificial intelligence do care about patents. And so if AI is going to be a better means of generating invention, at least in some areas, than people, it's important we have the same sorts of incentives so that we are rewarding whatever means of generating invention is most efficient. Uh, of course, an AI wouldn't own a patent for all sorts of reasons, uh, but it is important that the owner of the AI owns the patent to encourage this sort of activity, which has real social benefit. I think a AI should be listed as an inventor, both because we wouldn't want a person to inaccurately list themselves as an inventor. That would change and cheapen the meaning of inventorship because it would equate someone doing something legitimately inventive with someone asking a machine to do something. Uh, and to let the public know how an invention comes about. One of the main reasons we have the patent system is to incentivize inventiveness and creations and new developments. And giving accurate information is crucial for this incentive to work. So I can see the importance of correctly stating when an AI did an invention and when was a human-generated invention. Do you have any suggestion for this regulation? In my book, The Reasonable Robot, I argue that we need a new principle of, of regulatory activity for artificial intelligence. It's the tenet of AI legal neutrality. Basically, the idea that as AI behaves like a person, it should be subject to the same sorts of legal rules, or the AI's behavior should be subject to the same sorts of legal rules. So, for example, in the IP context, you can have an AI write an article in the United States that has commercial value, for example, if you're a newspaper publisher, but you 
you can't protect it with copyright because it doesn't have a traditional human author. Whereas if I have a journalist write the same article, I can, as the journalist's employer, own the copyright on that. That means that if I'm a newspaper publisher, I can really only use a person, even if a machine would do a better job at writing certain sorts of articles. And I think that's not a good system. And I think most things would work better if we removed this unintended distinction between human and AI activity, which really exists because these regulatory frameworks were built before it occurred to people that you might have machines doing the same sorts of things. AI-generated invention is now the exception, but it can soon become the rule in certain fields and in certain areas. So we have to be very careful of what kind of incentive we want to create and what reality we would like to live on. Thank you so much, Ryan, for your time. AI is a tool that is already making our lives better. It's improving the way we do business, we provide services, we receive services, how we make a product, how we offer it. So we need up-to-date regulation that understands this technology and can incentivize further advancement and can also protect us in case protection is needed. As a society, we have the responsibility to shape today the future we want tomorrow. And so we come to the end of our episode. See you next Tuesday with a new guest and a new IP topic. Thank you for listening to Intangiblia, the podcast of intangible law, plain talk about intellectual property. Did you like what we talked today? Please share with your network. Do you want to learn more about intellectual property? Subscribe now on your favorite podcast player. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. Visit our website www.intangiblia.com. Copyright Leticia Caminero 2020. All rights reserved. This podcast is provided for information purposes only and should not be considered as legal advice or legal opinion.